What up, everybody? It's your boy Jim Kev from the Welcome to Virginia podcast. And we're here today with my special guest, uh, reality TV star Orion Harden from the wonderful t- television series 60 Days In. What's up, my brother? Hey, brother. Thank you for welcoming me <laughs> here. Thank you for the love, man. And, you know, I'm just coming back, man, to chop it up with y'all, man. Whatever y'all need to know. I'm here for you. Most definitely, most definitely, man. You probably, well, not probably. You the you're the biggest guest we done had on, and it's a it's it's dope that you actually decided to come and do this, man. We appreciate it a hundred percent, man. Hey, bro, I love you for that, man. Like I say, anytime somebody show me love and it's the hometown, I'm coming through. That's I'm what's coming up. Coming through, yeah. All right, so what I like to do is take a deep dive. Okay. And if I ask you something you don't want to talk about, yeah. you just yeah, let, yeah. let me know. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't gonna be mad about it. Right. So I just like to start at the beginning, like so. You, they, they, you say you're a Stanton native, so so where where did you actually grow up, and, and what was that like? Hey man, right here you looking at Sunnyside. What? Hey, hey, everybody over there know what time it is. TJ, I can go back to when IGA was across town. Word. Yeah, I can remember Seven Eleven. Oh man, all that stuff, man. So yeah, Sunnyside, man. My grandmother grew up right on Providence. I grew up with the Sheffies. Okay. I grew up with the Johnsons. You know everybody else, man. Then we matriculated over to the jungle. And yeah. You know how that go. Man. You know that. <laughs> all right, that's what's up. So what was your childhood like growing up? And my childhood was beautiful. I ain't gonna, you know, it, 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 it kind of like pains me because I see these kids don't really have nothing to do. My childhood was dope. I mean, we was calling each other out. Yeah. Let's meet up on the hill to play ball. Word. Let's meet up over here. Let's go. Let's cold to wherever. So it was just cool, man, because it wasn't really no hate. It was just like we all grew up together in different parts of the city. And we repping the city, man. We yeah. bad ballers, rappers, whatever we wanted to be. In our yeah. minds, we was that. That's what's up. All right, so I do. I'm. I'm gonna ask you this. If y'all don't want to talk about it, we can pr- press play and keep on going. But <laughs> ahead, Jack, on, at, at what point did you get into you know a little life of crime and things that actually led you to go to prison? Hey, I'm glad you asked me that question. Oh, good. It, yeah, yeah. Now I ain't gonna duck it, knock it. This is for the kids out here, man. Right. When my I tell people, man. A father and a mother. We all know how integral a mother is. A mother is powerful. Yeah. But a father in your life is so important, man. When my father died, I knew Jim right then. I mean, couldn't nobody tell me nothing. Right. I had uncles and all that, but, you know, your pops, when your pops gone, and he died when I was 19 years old, so it was over then. Word. Yeah. And so you just you just saw yourself kind of spiraling out of control at that? It really was like I was spiraling out of control, and... I mean, I wanted to be rich. All of us around here, everybody knows that yeah. grew up, man, or Johnson, everybody, we wanted to be rich. We didn't really set out, okay, we can be a ball player, we can be a rapper, we might be a trapper. But we wanted to be rich, so when my pops died, it was like full steam ahead. I'm going to get rich any means I know, the quickest way, you know, the best way. I know how to scramble, and that's how, you know, it led up to me getting indicted by the feds. So I won't take a deep dive into that. Anybody can read between the lines and tell what that means. But what I want to ask is, what was it like that day and that time where you knew the feds was coming? Or you didn't know, but when when that actual situation happened and bam, you get ready to go to jail. Oh, man, it was it was a day that changed my life for real, because number one, I never thought or knew that the feds was thinking about me. Mm, you know, I'm not gonna sit, yeah, I'm not gonna sit there and act <laughs> like I had I had 20 jokers in every different direction. No, man, I was real low key and you know, it was me and my son's mother, so I thought, yeah, we you know, we on the cut. Ain't nobody thinking about us, but you know, 
in that world, what happened? Somebody talked, somebody say this, that, or the yeah. third. And when them jokers came, man, I was like, what? <laughs> Me? <laughs> they was like, yeah, you. <laughs> man. Yeah. So when you when you go to the when you go to actually go to trial or however mm-hmm. that went down, and the, and the judge tells you you're going to jail for what twenty? Twenty. Two hundred and forty-one months. What in the? Yeah. What goes through your mind, man? When 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 they say that? I'm glad you asked me that because look, I'm so dumb. <laughs> Listen, I'm so dumb and so young. When they say 241 months, I start adding on my fingers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, 12 months ain't nothing. I know that's a year. Yeah. Then I said, hold on, 240. <laughs> Yeah, my son is nine months old. <laughs> man, this joker's gonna be a grown man. Yeah, yo. that's when, yo, hey, Jim, that's when I got pissed. Everything yo. was like, okay, I can handle it. When they said 241 months in the feds, and you go back to your cell and you start adding on your fingers, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yo, my son gonna be 20. My, my daughter's gonna be 22. That's crazy. Yeah, that's when I got mad and was like, you know what? I gotta be the change now. And before then, did you do any serious time or any time like that before None. then? None. No, I mean, None? I did yeah, I did 90 days here, but it wasn't no drug offense. It wasn't like I was a career criminal. Some yeah, yeah, they just smashed me because basically I wasn't rat. Yeah. When I wasn't rat, they oh, said, yeah. okay, yeah, oh, yeah, you going to eat this 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Well, I commend you for being a stand-up individual. Okay. But goodness, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Years. But see, when we were watching the show, that's how I knew. I was like... You could tell when you walked in there, it was like, yeah, this. He was like, yo, what's up with the TV? Like, what's yeah. going on? With it? <laughs> and, <laughs> then you start asking the guards for stuff, and you could tell they ain't been asked for nothing in, nothing, in forever. Yeah. He's like, I need my Quran. I've been asking for days. Like, da 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 da. Um, so with that being said, like, um, how did you even? How did you even get? How do you even get the? Uh, who, who told you about the show and stuff like okay, that? I'm glad. I'm, that's, let's get to the, you know what I'm saying, the nitty gritty. <laughs> hey, I work with a non-profit. You can see on my shirt, Love No Ego. Dope. It's a non-profit over, stationed out of Charlottesville. We go everywhere. Rockingham, we go anywhere. You know what I'm saying? All over the country. But we mentor young adults from 10 years old to 24 years old. Mm-hmm. So the executive director that started a Love No Ego, Freddie Jackson, this dude knows everything, Jim. Word. So one day we just chopping up. And he's like, "Oh, I seen this link about dudes that been locked up before and turned their life around." I'm like, "Freddie, here you go with the BS. You, you always got something." So I'm yeah. like, "What is this?" He said, "Man, I'm gonna give you the link. I'm gonna let you run with it." So basically, Freddie gave me the link. We were sitting over Charlottesville. I hit the link, answered some questions. About two weeks later, a production company out of New York contacted me, Lucky Eight Productions. And they basically said, yo, you ever watch that show 60 Days In? I was like, get out of here. <laughs> They's like, yeah, we want you to go on the show. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, so that's how I really started. Freddie gave me the link over in Charlottesville, and I just hit it. And, you know, and answered the questions, and we, we started negotiating. Word. And so what was that like, being as though you've done a, 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 an incredible amount of time and being removed from that situation and, and being on a on on the right path and doing the things that you need to do in life and then making that decision that, you know, I'm gonna go step back in here. What was it like going back for the first time? Man. Cause that had yeah. to been crazy. Hey, hey Jim, I can't even it's hard for me to put it in words because like I told everybody the production and I said it's the smell. It ain't really the time because I can just turn on, I can just flip a switch yeah. and I'm back to doing time. Free from not free, it's yeah. two different times. But the smell, 
I don't know if it's what they clean them halls with. It just made you know remember it's, yeah, all it's that. the piss, the sweat. You just like, yo, you back. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my Yeah, goodness. you back. Yeah, this for real now. Dang. Because I saw where it was one guy that I thought was going to be all right because it seemed like he had done a bunch of time, too. Man, he got in there. It was almost like... It was almost like he, it hit him again. Like he was like, "Oh hell no!" You talking about Clyde L, my homie? Yeah, it was, it was almost like he was hey, like, "No, I got to get up out of here." Hey man, I he love that. Like, yeah, he I like love my him. blood pressure. Everything. Everything. <laughs> he didn't even say the bottom number or the top. I don't yeah. know. He just kept saying one <laughs> he number. He said my blood pressure. One sixty four. He can just kill. This is one sixty four. I like, oh lord. Yeah. I'm telling so that's you, that's got to be crazy, man. So. Being in there, what is what is what is some of the things that you experienced while you were in there? Um, the gender gap, which I've never had the experience. I'll tell you like this, and it's funny I say the gender gap because now I'm I'm, a, I'm over 50, 52. So now when I was in the feds, I was a wolf. Yeah. I'm in my 20s. Yeah. 30s. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the prime of my life. Yeah. Then you go back in there and you 52 and you looking at these young dudes. That's yeah. my sons and they ain't got no understanding. Nothing. I'm like, I don't want to have to kill nobody. I love you brothers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's just... It's a 30-year age gap because wasn't nobody in there my age. Yeah. So I'm talking to guys in their 20s, and I'm like, oh, my God. It's like being locked up with my son. Yeah. <laughs> that's wild. I also wanted to ask because I saw that you you uh, were of the Muslim faith. Did, mm -hmm. you, did you have that faith before or after you went in? Actually, before I went into prison. Oh, for real? Yeah. I was that's Muslim dope. before. Yeah, I, went in, I was Muslim before I went into prison in 97. And basically, like I tell everybody, I learned Islam in prison. Yeah. Yeah, I was Muslim out here on the street. But I didn't know Islam. Yeah, that's a it's a yeah. It's when a I big, went to you, prison, you can, I got to study. Yeah, it's a big difference because yeah. there's a lot of people who are Muslim, but you kind of yeah. on the outside looking in, you're like, well, this guy says he's Muslim, but he's doing all of these things that <laughs> don't add up. But this guy says he's Muslim, and you can tell by by right. his actions and the way. Yeah. But I guess it's all I don't I don't I don't dig too deep in that. It's however yeah. you however you do it. But I also want to go back just a little bit to where. I, I should have asked you this before. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of, you know what I'm saying, a little <laughs> bit all over the place. What was it like the first day you got out from doing that long stretch okay. of time? Because that's got to be like a culture shock. It was. Hey, Jim, I'm glad you asked it. It was because uh, my ex-wife came and picked me up. I was in a federal prison in Kentucky, and she had to pull over after about like 15 minutes driving because I was car sick. Oh. I'm throwing up. <laughs> I ain't been in the car in 20 years. Dang. And she's doing 80, flying through the hills in Kentucky. I'm like, baby, slow down. Yeah, you she's moving like, Yeah, she's like, what's wrong with you? I said, I ain't been a goddamn car yeah. in 20 years. You flying. She's like, what, man? Soon she pulled over on the curb. I, I got out the car and threw up. Wow. So it was just like, yo, I came back. That was When I left, it was Blockbuster. I'm Blockbuster dude. I'm Dang. party guy. I come back, no Blockbuster. <laughs> I come back, it's a Ross. I don't know what Ross is, but I love Ross now. <laughs> they got everything for the low low. But imagine coming back in 2015 and people showing me this stuff. And I'm like, Ross, what's this? Yeah. I mean, you can go in there and get a bomber jacket, sneakers, and anything. <laughs> you get fly for $100. So I'm like, wow. So it was a culture shock from that aspect. Um, the phones and the technology. Yeah, but I mean, my family helped me. They helped me adjust. Yeah, it's definitely good that you had a, a a strong family because that can be hard for somebody coming out and they don't have anybody or no guidance. That's literally how it, people end up making the same mistake. You know what I'm saying? So that's definitely good. Um, as far as far as anything that you want to talk about, is there anything that you want to tell the people out there? Hey, um, one thing that I harp on, Jim. 
especially with the kids, because since I mentor kids, yeah, I tell parents, because listen, kids are no different from, we can go back to the 1500s, 1600s, we wasn't around, kids are no different, kids are dumb, kids think they know everything, <laughs> yep. you know, it's our job as parents, you know, to guide them, and one thing I always tell the parents, man, never stop your kid from dreaming. Yeah, I mean, look at this, man. You got a podcast. Some, you know, somebody didn't stop you from dreaming. Yeah, to make you think you could do this. Word. A lot of kids are right here. Oh man, I'm in Stand. I'm in Waynesboro. They I can't do this. Keep using no, you can do whatever excuse. you want. Yeah. And I tell them, I'm 52 years old. Who would who would have <laughs> projected I'd have ended up on TV? Yeah. After 50 years old. Yeah. With four children. So yo, man, parents never stop your kids from dreaming. It might sound far fetched. This, that, and the third. I ain't telling you go broke. You know what I'm saying? Lose your house and all that. But let your kids dream. Because once you stop dreaming, man, you really stop living. Word. You really do. And you said, how many children you got? I have four children. And you said your oldest son is? My oldest, I got, my daughter is 29. She lives in Atlanta. My oldest Word. son, I got three boys. My oldest son is 26. He lives in Tampa. And I got a six and a five-year-old. Dang. So what What was that like when you came home and got to reunite with them and basically get to touch them and feel them and be in their lives man, for real, for real? Tell, listen, man, I was... <laughs> I was the corniest parent at every football game because I got out for my son's senior year. Yeah. So I'm the corniest parent there. Yeah. I'm cheerleading for everybody and everybody just laughing at me like, yo, this dude really, he, he missed it. Yeah. I, I, miss my, I miss my son growing up. So, yeah, I was that corny dude, man, running out of all the basketball games and all that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I want to enjoy this because I remember high school was like a pivotal time, a wonderful time in my life, man. I made lifelong friends. But yeah, to, to, be, to come back and be able to do that with my oldest son, and now I got a six and a five year old gym that I hopefully I get to do it with as long as I keep living. Word. Yeah, yeah, that's that's beautiful, man. Word. I'm gonna open the table a little bit because I know uh, one of y'all might have a question that y'all want me to throw at him. Y'all got anything y'all want me to ask? Uh, hmm. What kind of adjustment was it? Being on camera, knowing you were being filmed. Yeah, because how easy? Yeah, because how easy is that to do when you? Yo, it's easy, I mean, as far as being filmed, but I'm going to tell you this, Jim. I had to tell myself every five, ten seconds, you're on camera. Yeah. You're on microphone. Because I'm talking <laughs> under my breath. I'm looking at these dudes, and I know I can leave when I want. I can say, it's getting cold in here. Yeah, and I can leave. You know, it's different than when I had to do 20. Yeah. So, but I remember everybody, my sister, my sister like, bro, I love you to death. You're my favorite superhero, but if you tap out, yeah. I'm going to ride That's you. That's your ass. Yeah, so I'm in there thinking about all that, like, oh, my God. So I got to kind of, like, filter it, like, don't get too upset with these guys. You know, don't go off, like, episode, you seen me and God was about to fight over the bunker. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm older. Yeah, I'm yeah. older. Let me be the prevailing head here, man. Because, listen, because the sheriff tell you before you go in, Sheriff Dan said, you are part of the program, you're a cast member. But if if you break the law, you will be charged yep. in Pitt County Detention yeah. Center. So you got to think about that. So now I got to think for me and these young dudes I'm yeah. living with. Because if I jump on him, you know what I'm saying? Now I didn't got a case. I done messed up the mission. Now 60 <laughs> days turns into, yeah. a, turns <laughs> into a whole lot of days. Drip. Annoying. Drip. Drip. He knew exactly what he was talking about. Yeah. You can't talk about that probably because he probably. No, I can't. I can't. um, (laughs) He kept pressuring. Do they know? Like, what do they think the cameras are there doing? I'm glad you asked that. This is what 60 Days in the Production team told him. They're doing a documentary on state prisons in North Carolina. We was in Pitt County, North Carolina. So they said, we're doing documentaries on state penitentiaries. 
And then they bring you pizza and chicken wings on Friday. So the guy, you got to sign off. You got to get. <laughs> so once you tell a dude pizza wing, and then, you know, to, you know, dudes are, oh yeah, I'm signing off for yeah. that. So that's what they really thought it was. A couple of them thought it was 60 days, but you got to remember this: a lot of them young kids ain't watching no cable. Yeah. So they got to know from a, a cousin or uncle that watched 60 days. They ain't watching no TV out there. No 20 years old. And, 90, and what's sad, 97 was actually more hipper. Maybe because I went to the feds. But going back in now, this year, I, I was in this year. <laughs> Yo, they don't have no TVs. That's why when they showed the episode, when I said, what a TV? Yeah, yeah. I was saying that because I'm a football freak. <laughs> I'm waiting on, you know, Pat Mahomes and, you know what I'm saying, and the Eagles, man. I'm like, hold on, man. Jalen Hurts, y'all ain't got no TV. How are we going to watch the Super Bowl? Them young kids didn't even care. So there's no TV in there. So you got to get this tablet that you check out. They have 25 tablets because there's 25 inmates in a pod. And, but the tablet charges you for everything. You want to watch a movie, Aliens, Alien vs. Predator, $5. You want to watch a sitcom, Seinfeld, $3.50. You want to call your girl, that's $2.50. So everything <laughs> was off the tablet, and so I really got pissed. I'm like, hold on, man. You ain't got no TV for me to watch the Super Bowl, but I got to pay to watch everything on TV, and I can't even pay to watch the Super Bowl. They didn't have live stuff. They just oh, had yeah. tape shows. Dang. So you like, you got this little tablet, you charging these kids for all this money. <laughs> for some like, oh, yeah, man. Oh, I was hot then. I was hot. <laughs> all right, so you sitting here, your phone rings. It's them again. We want you to come back and do 60 more days. What you saying? Well, they're going to have to double the price. <laughs> I tell them that, Jim. I told I, I said, I did this for y'all for free, basically. Yeah. It wasn't free, but the way the contract is structured, yeah. you know, it's spread out. It's yeah. an incentive-based contract. But I'm like, yo, man, y'all didn't tell me. I had to go in here and, like, babysit, be a psychiatrist. <laughs> like, I didn't do time like that. I was with dudes that was like me. We yeah. was, you know, strong dudes. You, strong. Like you said, you a lot older than those kids. Yeah. So I seen you... Trying to talk to the youngins. <laughs> then you, uh, at one point, it was so hilarious. We was wilding. He was like, this is a junkie party. Yeah. <laughs> you in there, you can tell that they in there just trying to get high and pass the time away. And, yeah. Uh, that's crazy, man. But yeah, that's, that's I was wondering that because I was mm. like, I wonder if he would go back after experiencing that, being as though. I don't even know how you went in there again to begin with. Hey, everybody said that, Jim. Because I, I couldn't imagine doing that amount of time, getting out. Even though you know you can, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I still couldn't just imagine going yeah. in. And then when you tell me about the smells, because I know that just had to just do something Let's. to your mental, like, yo, something that you probably had was far from removed from, trying not to ever think about it again. And then you and then it hit you. Cause I'm pretty sure you haven't smelled that since you was in you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So smelling that, I'm I sure that was probably like messing with you for a little bit. But yeah, man. Is uh is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Um I appreciate the support and the love from everybody, man. Listen, man, I go to stores, Jim, and yo, a couple stopped me the other day. <laughs> they, they watched me in the store 
And I, was, I wasn't paying no attention. I'm just going around, you know. I was, yeah. So I come out. To, they left the store before me. So I come out after them. They sit in the car. They say, excuse me, sir. <laughs> oh, you orient on 60 Days and I always play dumb. I said, who, me? <laughs> nah, not me. They say, yeah. So the woman is like, no, that's you. Yeah. I seen that's you, right? And the husband was like, my wife swears it's you. I said, she got me. Yeah. She got me. But, yeah, that's that's wonderful, man, the support, man, my family watching and you know, my mother, my grandmother be 90 in two weeks, man. And my grandmother got man. the newspaper in Stanton and seen her oldest grandchild wow. on there. Shout you out know. to her. Yeah, man. she dope. was like, baby, I said, I told you, Grandma. Got to bring you some fried chicken potato salad now. We can cut up. You That's know, dope. but yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate the support, Jim. I appreciate, uh, appreciate the love, man. I'm just a regular dude, man, that just fell into something, man. Just opening his mouth, networking. That's all. Word. Well, I definitely appreciate you coming out, spending time with us, you know what I'm saying? Chopping it up with us and being a part of our podcast today. You know what I'm saying? If anybody else has any more questions, let me know. If not, you know what I'm saying? It's been a beautiful, beautiful conversation. I'm like, once again, I'm just glad you came out and did this, man. It's going to be big for our podcast. It's going to be... be dope to put you on our, our channel and mm-hmm. see the numbers go up. And and don't the, the new episode come on tonight, right? Yes, sir. New episode tonight. I think we have um, three or four more episodes every Thursday at 9 on A&E. And then we got uh, two reunion episodes. They got a, a two-hour reunion special. Word. So we got about five more episodes. Y'all, got, y'all stuck with me for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> we can't wait. I'm going to be watching tonight. Um I'm going to get my, my, my partner in crime and my editor to throw a clip up tonight of this pod leading into the, tonight's show. And then we'll drop this podcast as soon as we get it all up and done. Shouldn't be that long. Once again, man, thank you so much for coming Always, out. Man. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Orion Harden, 60 Days In. Welcome to Virginia Podcast. It's yeah, been, been a great one. Peace. Thank you, guys. Peace. Nice, well, you professionals, you know what you're doing, <laughs> No, she, that's what I'm talking about. Nice and easy and quick. Yeah. yeah. Your girl coming, y'all got the nice answers and questions. That's what I'm talking about. Y'all don't be fucking around, y'all.